You are listening to the strongest podcast in CrossFit. This is the Type 1 Lifting Podcast. Before we start the show, I'd like to thank the sponsors that are helping this podcast grow. The first one is Liberté Lifestyle. Liberté Lifestyle have the best knee sleeves in the game. I've worn all different types of knee sleeves, and I always go back to Liberté. They're super durable, they don't rip, and they last a very, very long time. So go check out Liberté Lifestyle and check out all the different styles of knee sleeves that they have. And then the next one we have is Hero Barbell. Hero Barbell is the fastest growing barbell company in the functional fitness community. Their barbells are have all different colors, all different designs, super comfortable. The knurlings are amazing, and the spin on these barbells are absolutely insane. So go to Hero Barbell to check out all the different type of barbells that they have in stock. And then the last one is Sharpen the Axe. Sharpen the Axe, I've been wearing their clothes for multiple years there are long sleeve shirts sweatshirts shorts i always wear them you you may have even seen them on the podcast before i've been before they became a sponsor super comfortable i the shorts i always wear working out because i just feel like they're a better fit for me compared to the nikes or any other shorts in the game so all these companies I have a promo code. It's all type one. So click type one in all the promo code sections and you get 10% off of every item you get. So once again, thank you for these companies to help this podcast grow and let's go to the show. All right, guys, welcome to a new episode of the type one lifting podcast. I have nutritionist this is gonna be a long list uh <laughs> co-owner of the tampa bay brigade nutritional coach masters athlete um you know youtube like you know uh, instagram influencer if you can call it or like you know meme person uh jess Graceman, how you doing good how you doing not bad so we we actually talked it was i, I actually looked back it was like about a year ago and obviously a lot has changed uh for for the grid league as well as you know teams and and all that stuff but um i before we talk all about that um i do want to talk about the bills because i know you're a big bills <laughs> bills fan and I'm, i was I'm gonna big... add bills mafia to my title when you're listing those things off <laughs> <laughs> uh but but um i i know i know i wish i wish you guys be kansas city because i can't i can't stand kansas city they're the worst the worst but yeah. I mean, if if i you know since i'm a patriots fan i'd rather oh. have I'd rather have the Bills actually move forward into the Super Bowl than, you know, anybody else. You that know. says a lot being a Pats fan. Yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> but so what I have you heard any news lately about the Bills or like um or Diggs? Is he leaving or what's Oh what's God, I pray to God not. I mean, there's been like rumblings of things here and there, but I I can't honestly I can't I refuse to believe that he would leave the bromance of Josh Allen and Diggs. I just can't. I refuse to believe that that's a possibility. So I'm going to say no, because I'm yeah. never going to believe that. <laughs> yeah. So, so how do you watch the games? Do you go on to go to like a restaurant or like you, is you just stream most of the stuff? Uh, like half and half. If I'm feeling lazy, we'll just watch it at home. But mo like as it got more, once we went on like a six game winning streak, I was like, we got to do the same thing we did last week. I got to wear the same sh shoes. I got to wear like, because I have like, you know, 17 different options for like Zuba's apparel. And I'm like, yeah. what did I wear? But we'll, we'll go to a Bill's Backers bar. There's a ton of them around here. Like, it's just, it's insane. There's at least, there's like four or five in like within 20 miles because we're just everywhere. 
that's crazy so so where i live there's a lot of ohio state fans down here and it's like not and i'm a michigan fan so it's like i it's at nauseum like the one guy i've seen he was driving a porsche and he had a red racing stripe in the middle to look like a buckeye's helmet yeah all right and i'm like uh that is ugly so ugly with like <laughs> the little with the little like the leave like leaf stickers in the back and stuff so it's yeah and like everyone yeah. hates everyone hates the patriots down here because being in atlanta obviously we kicked their butts in the super bowl so that they weren't too too big too fond of Fans us of that yeah yeah so yeah. um but uh you you actually before um the open and everything that you went to the legends division uh so I, I didn't, to be honest with you, I didn't really see much of it. Um, I didn't really hear much of it. So yeah. can you, can you go over like what happened and like how you did during the uh, legends, uh, you know, competition? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, so there was no live stream this year. So that's probably why you didn't see much of it. The last couple of years, they've had like this crazy, amazing live stream. Um, like Sean Woodland and Sakamoto, like they're all there broadcasting yeah. it. Um, they didn't live stream it this year. A lot of us were pretty, Pretty bummed about it. I actually talked to Joe, uh, Joe, the guy that one of the guys that runs this, uh, runs Legends about it, and we talked a lot about it, uh, about a lot of things. But it was just like a, as far as the live stream goes, it was just a choice they had to make between like budgeting and trying to figure things out for next year, and just you know, so we, you know, obviously you understand you got to pick your battles and stuff. Um, but it was definitely a little bit of a bummer that way. But uh, I mean, Legends is one of my favorite. It's probably my favorite competition, not one of. It's definitely my favorite competition I do every year. Although now they add swimming, so it's knocked it down a peg. Because every year before that, I've gotten away with no swimming. They added swimming, and it was just awful. <laughs> like, yeah. awful. It was the first event, and I just, like, dug myself into a hole that I had to, like, I, like, worked my way out of it. But no matter how hard I practice, it just does not help. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, like, two strokes, and, like, I always, I always tilt my head to, like, one side every yep. single time. I can't. I can't do the three strokes because I'll just nope. freak out. And it's I'm not like, an ambi turner. I can't yeah. I can't do the both. I every two. I am the same way. But don't yeah. take advice from me because I suck at it. So yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm six six and like usually I'm like trying to like I actually I haven't swam in quite a while. So it's it's been a hot minute. Like I've been in the pool, but I've never really yeah. out and swam at all. But hey, I can't yeah, it's crazy. But um, did you hear the news that they're moving the masters um competition down to Birmingham? Yeah, so I've I've kind of known this was in the works for a little while because like like that meaning like the masters were breaking off into their own thing. So and I mm. really I knew like Legends was going to be doing it, um, which is great because like they they actually give a shit about masters and like they understand us pretty well. Um, I didn't know where it was going to be. They just released that. So um, yeah, they just released it like what today or something because everybody's talking about it now. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So so do you know like and like where the location in Birmingham is at or what's mm -hmm. the Nothing. No, I just know it's the same weekend now as the teens at like Labor Day weekend. And it's not not the most ideal, but I'm guessing there wasn't a lot of venues available and this was just kind of like their only option. So, yeah. Yeah. So are, are the teens at Birmingham, too, as well? No, they're at um, they're at their venue that they use for the pit teen throwdown. Okay. So I think one of the days is at their facility and then the, the next couple days um it's somewhere close by is cal i feel i heard the word kalamazoo i don't think that's correct that can't be right um but it's somewhere near that because they do have to pay for a venue so one of the one of the days is at their venue and then the other three days or however long it is is like close by at a venue so mm -hmm. but yeah wherever they're at their little place and then they're gonna move so but yeah not at the same place so if you okay. have like an athlete that's old and young you gotta like 
that's awkward. I don't, I wouldn't want to be involved in that. Yeah. Try to divide and conquer and see yeah. who's like, even like who's worthy to yeah. go. go who I like where, more. Yeah, yeah. Who yeah. pays me more? Who pays me more? Like, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's awesome. I, I'm not, actually, it's, it's Birmingham's not too far from, from where I live. So, that's um, cool. so for, for you, when, for the master's uh, competition, like what was the traveling? Like how, how much did it roughly cost you to actually go to the competition and, and like, you know, stay there for the couple days? Yeah. So flights, um, I don't remember. I remember like telling all this because they asked us about this actually. Um, I got an Airbnb. So, I mean, it, it was roughly all together. I want to say it was between like three and $4,000 between like flights for me and my husband, Airbnb for the whole week. Cause we stayed a couple extra days um, to go to like Sedona and cause it was in Arizona. So yeah. we stayed a couple extra days. So, I mean, I'm factoring that in as well um, to go to Sedona for a couple of days, check that place out um, and like food and all that and all that kind of stuff. So definitely it's not a cheap adventure, um, you know, but it's, it's the biggest thing that we do all year. So, I mean, it's, to me, it's worth it. So. Yeah. Yeah. And do you think they could have done like a, um, uh, what you, a chase Ingram, you know, kind of, Boot, like bootleg, you know, stream that they did for like one of the competitions for the semis. Yeah. Like I never, and I mean, this is easy for me to say, cause I'm not on that end of things, but like I, I, everybody always says like, you could just have someone there like live streaming on their phone and it's not great quality, but like, I feel like they could have had something, something, uh, but again, I don't know the logistics behind it. I maybe if they didn't want, if it wasn't as high quality as they're used to, they didn't want to half-ass it, you know, like the stationary corner and the, the camera in the corner, like they did at the games. Um, so maybe there was just like a, Hey, if we can't do it all out, we're not going to half-ass it. If we can't use our whole ass. We're not going to do it. So yeah. maybe yeah. that was the, but yeah, I, cause like, even at like semis, I think it was not even just chase, but it was, um, like Brian friend and all them. They were just there like live streaming it and did their own little production. So I, I, yeah. I guarantee you there's someone that would have done that for free. Yeah. I, like I, in a heartbeat. I, I mean, they could use this, this platform here, StreamYard, that like, like everyone yeah. else, everyone else uses it. And just the way, I think the way that Chase did it was they used their own uh, StreamYard platform and then sent the links over to a couple of the people on their okay. phones. And then that's how they, that, and they literally were holding their phone, you know, on it. Yeah, on it and, and just and just like and then going from like camera to camera or whatnot. So yeah, because they had like four or five different things going on, like angles and stuff, and like different. Um, there's like two. Uh, oh my god, like stages. Yeah. You know? So yeah. they had they had a lot going on. So I don't know. But but to be honest, it, it does. It, I can imagine it costs a lot of money to get that whole production. It's. Even, I mean, I know how much it is for grid, so I can't even imagine. I I don't know if it's similar. It's got to be, but it's a stupid amount of money. It's just, it's insane. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, yeah, it, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. But, um, your, your Instagram has been kind of popping off lately. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes I choose violence and it just goes everywhere. So, <laughs> so, so the last, last time I think we talked, I think you were at like 30 K or like roughly around that. And now you're at like what? 63 right now. Um, somewhere in the mid fifties. Somewhere there. Yeah. Okay. I try not to pay okay. too much attention to it because it just like it goes up and down and I don't understand any of it. There's no rhyme or reason. I you know, so I try not to pay too much attention to it. Yeah. So so when did you when when did you start seeing that uptick of more followers and engagement in your posts? Um probably uh maybe a couple maybe maybe two years ago. Okay. Um, cause like when I first, it's funny because I never even like wanted Instagram. Like I thought it was so stupid. This was like, I don't know, maybe 2000, 
18 ish because I was it was definitely after I left teaching because there's no way I had this kind of Instagram when I was a teacher because my students would watch it and there's no <laughs> way so anyway um so it must have been like around that and my friends like you got to do Instagram you can get free stuff I'm like why would I do Instagram Facebook you can post videos you can post pictures like I had no idea what Instagram was and I thought it was like I'll never do it because it's so stupid you can post statuses on Facebook Anyway, fast forward and now it's now I that's really the only thing I use. So yeah, so a, a couple of years ago is when it kind of started to get ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. And you started doing reels and you kind of do it did we're doing like meme reels a little bit. Yeah, so like cuz I used to I used to just really just post like my workouts cuz I'm like, well, I'm I'm like filming my stuff for my coach anyway, so I might as well just like hey, here's my workout, put like music to the background over. And then I every once in a while I would just post I, I don't know, make like a something stupid i think they're stupid but like just something funny and like those would be the ones that like blow up and i'm like what is going on so like i i naturally just ended up doing more of that and less of my workouts because i feel like it's so saturated with just like hey this unless you're like a like crazy games athlete like tia or something and you could just post a video of you doing this once and get like three hundred thousand likes yeah. you know what i mean like I, it's it's just felt more natural for me to kind of go more towards like not like more personal but like just weird stuff that i think of and like the more of like the meme side of things and yeah that's what people tend to like a little bit more yeah the, the one the, there's two of them that i really like the one of them was like the hip thruster reel yeah <laughs> and so like we're like you like all all like the fitness influencers showing off like how much weight they could do in a hip thrust and then like look at someone that was staring at them or something like that yeah like i don't understand it's like oh i can this is my hip thrust max i'm like who tests this why is that? I mean, I get it why it's functional, I guess. But like, why are you testing your hip thruster max? And why? Yeah. And I'm like, then you always got to like awkwardly stare at people around when you're doing it, you know, because you're just like humping this giant thing in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> so um, where like, do you schedule these out? Like, do you plan them like a like a couple days before? Or is it just like, all right, well, I'm just going to do this right now. Uh, you know what? I don't I, I have no like no like some sometimes yes like if i'm partnering like with peachy sometimes I'll, I'll get an idea and i'll like warn her i'll be like like the last one i just did i'll like just be prepared and she'll be like oh god what are you doing i'm like don't worry about it and then i'll make it and i'll like we'll collab on it um some things i get an idea for and then i just wait till i have time and i'm like oh i got 10 minutes i'll do this real quick but i, I don't really have like a i don't schedule them i don't like use an app to like post at a specific time. I just, when I have time, I do it. And then sometimes I make one and I forget about it. I'm like, Oh shit, I got to post that. So yeah, it's just kind of like I go with the flow and cause then every time I try real hard, it there's like two likes and one that I don't try hard. I'm like, this is dumb. It'll go through the roof. And I'm like, I don't understand any of this. No, it yeah. doesn't make sense. Yeah. I, it's, it's crazy. Cause, um, I, I, I mainly do like YouTube shorts which you should really consider doing as well to be honest with yeah. you so um because all you could do is just post the reels that you have on instagram yeah over over to youtube and it's like it's really easy and just use like the different hashtags and like tags and stuff like and it's like you can you can start get a big following then you can monetize and make money is it of easier than tiktok because i don't i hate that thing i hate it uh, it makes no sense to me i don't understand it I, 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 to be honest with you, I like a lot of people like TikTok, but I think it's, I think YouTube is the YouTube one is better than TikTok. Better. Yeah. It has yeah. to be because I don't understand TikTok. To, I'm like, forget it. I try. I'll just like my videos do so much better on Instagram. I, I just, I don't understand. I'm just not a, I'm not a talker of the tick. I don't get it. I don't know. Yeah. I, I like, cause I would post something that like would 
that was killing it on like Instagram or like YouTube. And then I yeah. post it and it's like 200 views. And I'm like, what? The? And I right. granted, yeah. granted, granted, I do, I, I'm, I'm being honest. I don't post regularly on TikTok. I'm more of a, more of a watcher than, than a poster. So it's mm -hmm. like, I'm like, okay, I kind of see that, like, you know, I'm barely posting, so it's not really worth TikTok's time to, yeah, yeah. So, but I, I, I post, I usually post a short on um, YouTube, like almost every single day. And it's like mainly like me doing lifts, like that, that's it. And it's yeah. like, like 44 year old CrossFitter does like, you know, X amount of weight for this many yeah. reps. And like all these people are like, holy shit, you're old, but that's amazing. So, <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, and it's like whatever you take it, and then like yeah. you know, some some of them will shoot up, you know, and some of them won't. And so yeah. the, the ones that blow, ones that blew up for me are the ones that I'm like my face is in it, and that's it. And it's like someone else else lifting or doing like bailing, not bailing on a lift, and like almost getting hurt and saying, "What are you doing in this situation?" Or you know, "Don't be this guy on the, on yeah. the lifting platform." And so he fell backwards and like had the bar on his neck. And so it was just like those, but I'm like, and then I post other things and it's just like, I get, I don't get the engagement, which, which whatever it, it's the algorithm. It's, it's what, what yeah. like, yeah, it's hit or miss. So, but like, yeah, it's, I, I think YouTube is a lot more fun than actual TikTok. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, that's, that's I didn't that's even think of that. Like I, I see them all the time. I never really want, well, I shouldn't say that. Like, I'll watch YouTube shorts every once in a while, but my husband actually was <laughs> going through YouTube videos to find me in a fail video. And he was convinced he was going to find me. And at one time he's just like, I'm going to see you in one of these. I'm going to, cause like sometimes my videos get like taken and like somebody be like, is this you? And I'm like, yeah. And it's me doing something dumb or getting hurt. And sure as shit, one night I'm sleeping. He screams, I wake up and it's the video of me in my sister's basement with the resistance band. And I'm trying to fix my pants and I drop it and it smacks my toe. And I'm just yep. like, yeah. That one was in a random YouTube fail video and he found it. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's funny. Like people repurpose everyone's video content oh, yeah. all the time. And it, and it's like, it's almost like, all right, it's on there. It's fair game. If you were, if you yeah. do like a screen record, you know, have at it, you know, it's yeah. Fine. but yeah, it's, you should really consider going on YouTube shorts. Yeah. I mean, shoot, why not? I, I mean, why not get on another platform? You know? I know. It's not like, yeah, YouTube, Instagram is, I feel like it's a part-time job. It's like, oh, I got to do this. I got to do that. Yeah. Cause yeah. I run my business page and now I'm like running the Tampa Bay Brigade page and I run the kids grid page and I'm like, I can't do all this. This is too many. Yeah. I need more of me to do all that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it's like, and it's like, I, so my wife is like really big on Instagram. She's got like, I think, I think last time I checked today, it was like 302,000. Oh, good Lord. So like followers. Yeah. And so she, she does reels all the time and it's like, I help her out with like her social media stuff because, um, she needed help. So, and it's like, I try to get information from her a little bit, but it's just like, we're in like two complete different genres than like yeah. for each other. And it's like really hard for her to be like, all right, you may want to consider this or consider that. Cause it's like, it's, she's, she's coming from like a fashion side, not like a fitness okay. side. Yeah. So, but it's crazy. Like, so I, 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 I so I, I want to know if you get this. She gets so many people DMing her, especially guys asking for feet pics. <laughs> um, I get a lot of weird. I had a guy message me today about arm wrestling, and I'm like, what? Like, I, I 
it is rare if I respond to a DM from someone I don't know. Usually it's like if they're asking me something legit, like, hey, how do you get into competing? Or like, hey, I don't know, asking about something that like not weird. You know what I mean? But I've got there's some there's some things, man. People got balls and I don't know if they just I think know. we're never going to respond or but I'm like, if you wouldn't say it to the person to their face in person, you should not message them that sentence, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Like a lot of guys on her DMs have like a lot of cojones too. And it's just like, they, they will say a comment on her, on her, like her actual post. And then I don't know, she they would go on Facebook and try to reach out to her. And then they would go on her DMs through like, um, they would go through her DMs during, what do you call it? Um, through Instagram. And it's just yeah. so crazy. And like, I'll, and they're like, I'll pay you to oh, send yeah. your feet pics over. And I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, <laughs> well, let's I'm see. Like, it's just feet. Should I? <laughs> I'm like, that's we monetize. I'm like, should I go on like Feet Finder and like post her feet on there and just kind of like use her? And she's like, don't use me for money. And I was just like, come on, it's so easy. Like, I won't yeah. even put your, I won't even put your face on there. Right. So I wonder if you do you have to put your face on there because if not, then you're good. I, I don't think so. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I looked at the website. I'm like, there's no way that thing called Feet Finder. And I, lo and behold, I was like, I yeah. Googled it and Feet Finder popped up. I'm like, this is it's unreal. A thing. Yeah. It, oh, it's nuts. It's yeah. nuts. I've had people there. There's a couple people that are just like ridiculously persistent, like like for years. I'm like, like, man, they just don't get the hit either. Like, I, yeah, I. I don't know. Like <laughs> she's your shot, man. You never, I guess you never know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And she shows me some of the DMs and I'm like, that's, that's a lot of balls for saying something like that. A lot yeah. of balls. I've had um, guys make like collages of him and I together and like, look at how great we could be. And like, like sometimes they find pictures. I don't know where they get them from. And I'm like, where did, you? yeah, I don't know. It, it's interesting. Insane. Insane. But, um, you were talking about grid. So, um, before we talk about the mer kind of like the merger. So last season, how how did it go for you guys? Um, it didn't go great. <laughs> um, we had some just freak accidents happen. Um, I feel like this is the second year in a row that that's happened, but um we just I'll say I'll say this. We this year I'm a little bit I'm more excited this year because we we just kind of cleaned house. Um we had to I'm just gonna say this politely we just we only want team players on our team we can't have individually minded players because that shit spreads like a cancer and yeah. that's what happened this past season and we're like we can't have that so I, I think what sometimes happens is you have like individual players that come to a team um and they just they can't the team doesn't revolve around them or what they want it might not be what's best for the team and they maybe can't handle that yeah. or they you know so yeah and I, I have to do what's best for the team so if it's not that then we can't have him back. So yeah. I'm excited to see. We have some studs coming to our combine, our tryout this Sunday. So I can't wait to see that. But yeah, I mean, this past season wasn't wasn't great. Um, we did have some really good moments, but you know, I mean, we didn't obviously we always want to win the whole thing. And when you don't, it's kind of like mer kind of like the Bills when they never win the Super Bowl, you know. So, but um, yeah, so I think I think this year we're gonna be in a much better um like, like team state 
because we were in a great like at the end of this past at the end of 2022 we were in so, even though like we had um somebody get injured so like we were in such a good mindset and then unfortunately this past year there was just a couple players who didn't get a lot of playing time or they just thought this thing should be a certain way when it wasn't and they just they got upset and yeah so we had to just kind of be like listen not working out we're going to clean houses and get team team players who understand like the overall goal. So yeah. yeah, I'd rather take new people that don't even know what grid is that are coachable and like moldable and they understand, like, I'll do whatever you need. Yes. Great. Um, to, to mold those people then, you know, dealing with like individual egos that just don't mesh well with the team. Yeah. I I've noticed that like, obviously grids grids a team sport and it's not like an individual sport. So people mm -hmm. that like are so used to doing CrossFit on their own, and if they don't have like a team's background at all, or they yeah. thought, or like, they were like, really like they were a starter all four years in like high school and college or, or whatever, like, and they think they yeah. just need to start. They just, it, it's, they, they need They need the red They need a reality check when they do go to yeah. something completely new. And so, yeah. yeah. I mean, when I was in college, I wasn't expecting to start. I was like, I was like, okay, whatever. If it, you know, I'm just, I'm just here. I'm here to play. If you need me for anything like special teams, whatever I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm here. So, but yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of tough. Like, so how do, when you, when you get people on the team, do you do like, like interviews, like, almost like interviews and stuff just to say, like, just to see if it's even worth entertaining the idea that to have them on your team. Yeah. Like there's a couple of different processes. So like if they're local, we'll hopefully see them in person, get to like, not even tell them they're being interviewed, but we kind of get like a vibe from them. Like, Hey, how do you operate? Like, Hey, can you show us these tests? See how they interact with the team. Um, and we can, we can usually get a good, like when you see them once or twice or interact with them, we can kind of get a vibe of them. I'm like, Hey, are you going to mesh well, not mesh well, uh, and stuff like that. If they're not local, it's a little bit trickier because you're not seeing them in person. Um, and sometimes we, sometimes we pick wrong, you know, and it just, that happens or sometimes somebody's really good at just faking being a team player and then they end up not being, um, that doesn't happen very often, you know, but like most, and we had a couple of situations last year where we were, um, we were down a couple players and had to sign three girls, um, for the last two batches. And we lucked out cause we had this one girl, Jocelyn, who, um, super strong girl. We needed a strength girl. And she, she's like, yeah, I'll come try out. We just had like a little mini tryout and she was like, I'll do whatever you want. I'll do whatever you need. And she was super coachable. I was like, I love you. You are in. Um, and then we actually had two of our kid grid players, um, come up Ari and Bella that were, um, 17, one of them just turned 18. They played up for the first time in like grid season history. So that oh, was wow. sick because yeah, we had like a little farm team situation going on. Um, and I was lucky cause I already knew them. I already knew they knew grid. I knew their personalities. I knew that, you know, they would mesh well. Um, so yeah, for the most part, we try to meet them in person, um, and kind of get a good vibe from them first. And we explained to them like, Hey, you're not get, Don't expect to be in every single race. Don't expect like you are on a team. We try to explain it as best we can. And some people are like, Ooh, I need to, I need special this, that we're like, all right, you know, maybe it's not for you. And other people are like, I'll do whatever you want, you know? So you can, you can get that. You can kind of feel that vibe from people pretty well. Yeah. And and I've heard there's like, you can get like, maybe like a person just to do like one thing, which is like burpees to touch the rings. And like, that's, that's their whole yeah. job and that's it. Yeah. So it that used to be a lot more, um, eminent, like in the MPGL, you would have a player that's literally you have one race you're in all year, but it's such a like specific specialty that like no one else can do it. And they're like, yep, this is all you do. And that's it. Uh, it's a, we don't really have that many people that are only doing maybe one thing all season, but that burpee to that nine foot, nine inch burpee to ring touch that will win or lose you 
the whole the sprint relay, which is worth three points, sometimes four if they throw a bonus flag, that could mm. change the whole match. And it's like it could be going well, and then all of a sudden they miss one or they hit it out of the and it's game over. Um, but yeah, there's this is not a team sport where everybody plays the same. It's not where like we've had players, and this was one of the problems we had last year. Where maybe a player was used to being one of the more prominent players, and but maybe things change, and we have you want depth on your team. Like you don't want someone to have to be in every single race because by the end of it, they're probably tired. Where somebody fresh coming in would be more effective. Yeah. Um, so like uh, the first couple of seasons, I had to be in every single race, every single race. And um, then the past couple of seasons, I kind of got a little bit of a break and I was like, all right, this is nice. Um, but then like last season when we got, some people got hurt or whatever, they couldn't make it. I had to go back to being in it. And I don't necessarily like that all the time. I'm dead tired by the time some of the harder races come up at the end. So it's like, we're trying to get more people in this season. So we don't have to have several players being in all the races um, just because it's not, you want to have people that are fresh towards the end of the match when everybody else is kind of like going down. So, yeah. Yeah. So since being the owner and, and co-captain, so I, I know I've, I looked at the grid website and so a lot of the different teams have podcasts as well. So does the brigade have their own podcast? Nope. Dude. Definitely not. No. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> we would, that'd be awesome. We don't have enough manpower for that, but um, I mean, that would be cool. I usually, I just kind of like I did one this morning uh, or like, I'll just do random podcasts, just explaining to people what grid is, how it's going. So, but we don't have like a dedicated one to our team. I think the sharks, the sharks I know have one or had one or have one. I don't know if it's, still, it probably still exists. Um, I don't know what, what other teams um, have it on there, but yeah, I think a couple of them definitely do. Yeah. I, I mean, it's it's really not that hard to do a podcast. <laughs> it's really not. It's really not. Um, yeah. But yeah. It's pretty easy. I mean, if you really want to do one, I can I can show you the I can show you the way. So, all right. So I got YouTube and I got podcasts. All right. I'm gonna get on yeah. all that stuff. I'm gonna join the the twenty first century here. Yeah. 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 So um, with so obviously the big news came out a little while ago that they're they're merging. Um, I, so is it and now and now is it the ng um ngpl league or like what 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 is it considered now? So yeah, the MPGL was back in the day. That was um, like 2000, I want to say seven. That was our, yeah, yeah, early. Yeah, that was, so that is no more. This is completely separate. Although one of the guys that used to um, run one of the teams, uh, Mather Riswell, he's the one that started the, uh, I almost said MPGL, the Florida Grid League. Um, yeah. So we have just changed the name to United Grid League um, right. simply because of the growth we've had over the past four years. Like 2020 just, it went crazy. Everybody was on their phones and on their computers all the time, just started watching all the reels and then everything went crazy. Um, and we have team, we have players from all over the country. We even have a player from Colombia. Like it's not just, oh, wow. it started out in 2017. We were all super local. We were all in like the Tampa Orlando area. There was a couple, maybe one random person here and there. We were all within like, I don't know, a 30, 50 mile radius. Now we have players from, Texas, Georgia, California, uh, Pennsylvania, New York, like everywhere. So it's it doesn't really make sense to make it the Florida Grid League anymore. We actually, one of our teams just changed from the Gainesville Wild to the Atlanta Wild. So yeah. now we actually have a team that's outside of Florida. So they're in Georgia now. So it's the Florida name just felt very like exclusive and maybe that's not the right word, but like very small and limited. And people all the time like, oh, do we have to be in Florida to play? And it's like, no, you can be from anywhere. So we needed something that would 
explain that a little bit better like hey and united also came from the idea of it's a co-ed league guys and girls play on the same team it's all different body types all different types of people different backgrounds um so it's just like we're all kind of united in this one thing this like one like family of hey we like to fitness really fast and and we're all really competitive so yeah that's awesome so what what was the game plan of of the wild moving to atlanta compared to like staying in florida i think most of the players are from atlanta Okay. Like in that area. So it just didn't make, cause originally the team was, um, I believe the team was owned by somebody else and they were in the Jacksonville area. And then over the last couple of years, more players, there wasn't really many people in Jacksonville. So it really didn't make sense for them to have that name anymore. Um, and a lot of their players are more in that Atlanta, Georgia area. So they're like, let's just fix it. So, mm-hmm. so do they have a, do they have a gym or like an area where they're actually doing the competition in Atlanta? Do they have that already set up? You think? You mean like for our, the matches throughout the league or yeah, the season? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the matches are at um, like we we've been growing for this too because we used to have our matches at Valor Fitness um, in Tampa and then mm-hmm. also like that would be the North matches for the the four North teams and then the South would have their matches in the South for the four South teams. Lately, the past three three seasons, I want to say, um, we've been having our matches at like big ass expos. So it's not necessarily like in the cities of the teams. It's where these expos are. So our usual, usually our season opera is at the USA Fit Expo, which is in Orlando. And then we have one at the Miami, last year we had the Miami International Fitness Expo in Miami. Uh, We had our playoffs. We had one at Mr. Olympia this year because it was in Orlando. So we, all of our matches were at these big expos with like 40,000 plus people at them. Um, we still had one match at, at, at Valor Fitness still. So it was a local Tampa um, event as well. But we're, we're trying to get into these bigger venues because we're, we're growing. There's more people, more eyes on the sport. You know, people are walking by like, what the heck is that? And they just like, <laughs> you know, they never heard of us, but they're seeing these yeah, people yeah. flip around on rings and lifting ridiculous weights. And they're like, I want to watch that. So yeah, yeah. so it doesn't matter. Like the matches don't necessarily happen in the cities. It's just where, um, where we can get the venues at the, at the expos and the exposure and stuff like that. Okay. And I've, I've noticed on YouTube as well as like TikTok and those other platforms that like the grid grid, like following has gotten absolutely huge. Just ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's like, just looking from where you guys first started, even, even a year ago when I, when I, like a little over a year ago, when I talked to you, it was like from then to, to now, like nuts, man. I remember we just because we're looking we're looking for team sponsors if anyone wants to t- sponsor our team. Um, and I'm sending out these emails with those stats, and it was like 2017. We started with like a couple thousand followers and like maybe a couple hundred people at the venues, and now across all their social media, it's over a million followers and tens of thousands of people. At the, it's just it's nuts. COVID, something happened, and it just skyrocketed. Their mm-hmm. followers went just because we used to have like maybe like four thousand followers, and now it's just insane. Every time they tag me in a video, I'm like, oh, God, here we go. Because it's just like notification, notification, notification. And half of them are good. Half of them are bad. I'm just like, whatever works. They're getting people are seeing grid. That's all I care about. They can make fun of it or love it, whatever. Yeah. And and it's like like me watching it is like all all you guys are like so fast paced. And it's just like like because that because that's the competition to go as fast as possible or like, you know, and do whatever. And it's like people are not really getting it. No, and understanding at it. all. That, that's the problem, at all. especially with like doing like butterfly pull up, butterfly pull ups. Like even just even just doing a video of that, I got yeah. like so much hate for that. Oh, of and course, then, because nobody, yeah, yeah, because it's floppy pull, and that's not real pull ups. Blah blah blah. I get yeah, it. I get it. Yeah, and so they see like you doing like toes to bar to chest to bar, and then like to to a muscle up, and they're like, how how is 
what like what is that and the so, best was um i think my friend was my teammate was doing toes to bar oh, i think she was doing, she was either doing i think she was doing toes to bar and so i was like those aren't real pull-ups we're like you fucking idiot they're toes to bar but she was going so fast and she's so short so like her range of motion is really small and she does like this pull um like this kind of like it's like a little early pull but it shortens the range of it makes it more efficient and she's doing toes to bar and people are like those aren't real pull-ups we're like what are you talking about you yeah. know and it's like people don't understand this is oh that's not good training you'll never you're gonna hurt like this isn't training this is the sport like this is the sport this is not the training the training happens that's the boring stuff the slow stuff this is it yeah People won't get it. We just stopped. I used to like respond to everything. Like, you don't now I'm like, you'll never understand. If you don't yeah. get it, you'll never understand. Yeah. Yeah. And I would literally take the the chest bar pull-up, like the butterfly pull-up, like uh thing from CrossFit and literally copy and paste it onto the the reply message. Yeah. And, and they're like, oh, CrossFit's stupid. I'm like, okay. All right. Yeah. That's my favorite too. When people are like they'll respond to a video on the grid page, like CrossFit's dumb. I'm like, good thing this isn't CrossFit. But please tell me you don't know what you're like. Continue to be mad about a sport you don't understand. Yep. Even course. talking to people about CrossFit, they're like, you know, so that's why, like, one of the videos I have pinned are like me doing butterfly chest bar because I'm like, oh, because we can't do real ones. And then I'm repping out 45 pound plate between my legs, but nobody wants to, you know, they just don't get it. And I try to explain it like it's about efficiency, it's about, you know, blah, blah, blah. But nobody, yeah, they just want to no. flap their gums. Yep. Nobody cares. Nobody cares no. at all. But um, so is are the prize money for the championship or like for teams at all is that going to get more bigger at all for um like the end of the year or since you've gotten a lot more eyes on the sport through like youtube and the other social media platforms from like ad revenue i mean that i think that's the plan go like they, we have like a crazy ass five-year plan like to be in stadiums, to be at these, you know what I mean? Like maybe it's not five, I think it was 50, whatever Mather said. It was like this huge, like long-term plan, you know? And it's like, it's it's doable. It's, we're getting there, we're growing. Um, the prize money, they haven't said anything about that getting bigger as of like this year, maybe even next year. Cause I think whenever we, as we grow, they're constantly putting stuff back into the sport or trying to make things better and like experiences better for the athlete, getting the athletes more sponsors. Cause like the athletes will make money, not just from, you know, winning the championship. Like we make, we get sponsors, we get opportunities and stuff like that. So it's, they're always looking for ways to make the athlete uh, have a better experience, have more opportunities. So it's like, they're, they're always putting it back into the league. Um, so, and I don't think, I mean, people that have been there, even not even from the beginning, but that truly love and understand it, they're not doing it for the money. They really, like, at least I'm not like, I, you know what I mean? Like I just truly loved playing it and like, being a part of it. Um, but I mean, I'm, I'm sure that's an, a, an idea down the road. Um, cause I mean, they're, they're in partnerships with trying to get, um, like broadcast, like getting this stuff, um, onto a network. So, and they're, they were in big talks. I don't know if it's going to happen this season, but they're getting closer every year with talking with a couple different options. So yeah, I can't, Very I can cool. see that being an option in the future. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, I, I would love to see, to see it grow because you know, yeah. other sports out there, you know, other than football, baseball, basketball, and soccer, yeah. you know, kind of, you know, get it out there. So that's awesome. Yeah. yeah that's really cool. Yeah. Um, so, so with all the YouTube stuff and everything like that, so I know you said you're looking for sponsors. So like what, what kind of sponsors are you looking for, for, for the team? So, I mean, we've worked with 
all different types of brands. We've worked with clothing brands, food brands, um, mm. like grips, uh, accessory brands. Um, like this year, we're partnering with HealthPod. They do like lab work to help you make sure like all your stuff's working right. Um, so there's really no limit as far as like who, what type. Um, but we have like different sponsorship packages that will like based on what the brand's looking for. Like a lot of it is content creation because the league obviously does a ridiculously good job with that. So like we'll make them content reels. We're showing off their brands. They can have access to players. They can get booth space at these crazy giant expos that normally cost like three grand just to walk in the door as a vendor there. Um, they get ad space on our jerseys. They have their big logo on our jerseys. They can get like ad space on the floors. Like there's there's a whole different bunch of options for um, for partners based on what they're looking for. We have a bunch of options that are already like created, but we've also worked with brands that are like, hey, what's your budget? What are you specifically looking for? And then the, the league will just custom make one uh, based on what they need. So, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. So typically for, for a team, how many sponsors do you usually have per team? Um, ever it ranges. So like yeah. ideally we would have maybe a couple bigger sponsors um, just so it doesn't overwhelm the team of like, Hey, you know, post about this, talk about that. What do you know? So, but like last year we had uh, last year we had four, um, four small, one bigger one, couple smaller ones. There's one team that has like seven. It just depends on like, there's no limit. It just depends on what you agree with. Like if you get a sponsor that's, Hey, I want exclusivity. I want to be the only people in your Jersey. Nobody else. Then obviously that's going to cost a little bit more, but you're going to get a lot more exposure. You're going to get more athletes on board. You're going to get more for what you're paying for. So, uh, yeah, there's no, some people just get one big ass one for like 10 grand and that's all they need. Other people get like maybe 10 small little ones for a little bit here and there. So it, yeah, there's no. There's no answer to that question. <laughs> yeah, I, I can imagine like some random guy that like likes grid. He's like, I would like my State Farm agency name on on, yes. on the back of your shirt. Yes, please. But hey, I'll I'll promote State Farm if somebody wants to give us that kind of money. Cool. <laughs> I'll switch my insurance. No problem. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. So, um, are 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 you are you guys looking to expand? I know I know you have the team in Atlanta, like you said before. Mm -hmm. but are you looking to like expand into like? Texas, Mississippi, like kind of like North Carolina or South Carolina, like what's, is it, is this like for this year or the next year coming up, like to, yeah. to further it out? Yeah, we're actually um, in the works of talking with possible new teams, probably not for this year. Cause that's way too coming way too fast. Yeah. I feel like we literally just stopped last season and we're already coming in the season. Mm -hmm. uh, but there are, the league is in the talks with, I think six different possible owners. Uh -huh. um, so we, we have to get, we can't just get like one new team. We have to get like one on each side, right? Or like two on each side. It can't just be one because then it's all weird uh, bracket style wise. So um, yeah, they're definitely there. They're always looking to expand. It just takes a lot of um, like finding the right, because we just don't want anybody. Like we yeah. just don't want somebody like, yeah, I want to own a team. And then they're not dedicated. They're not, they don't understand it. They're not, it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of work. It's not just like a, you know, a hobby, like a, a thing you kind of try at. It's like, you gotta, you gotta be dedicated to this stuff. So they're, they're making sure that these people are qualified, um, that they they mesh well with the the mission and where the league is going. Uh, but they've they've been in the works of talking with I believe at least six different owner possibilities. So that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. that's really cool. Really cool. I wish it was going to happen this year, but I'll be patient. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I mean, you can't. It, it can't be like Noble that just like literally just throws everything out and then all of a sudden just like crashes yeah. the bed. So no, yeah, no. So so speaking of Noble, so. With your orange shoes, like, what are you gonna do with Noble if since if they're not really doing so hot? Are you have you found like other orange shoes yet? It's so funny because like I 
once everybody started shitting on Noble, like I, I was like, I can't wear these anymore. And I kind of like, I wore them out and they're kind of, they're dead. Uh, I still have them. I was like, maybe I'll just like wear them every once in a while. But um, I started, I have like six different brands of shoes in my locker at the gym, whether I like won them at, cause I won like a pair of tears uh, cause I, for winning like Tampa Bay games, I got innovates from grid last year. I have strike movement from something. I don't remember why I have, um, nanos that I got it. They gave us at legends. And then I have my born primitive savage shoes. Those are probably my favorites. I've been wearing those nonstop. Um, yeah, man, I don't know. I'm like, can you get more colors please? Cause right now they only have like white and black. Cause like, can you get maybe orange, just get some maybe orange shoes? No. Yes. So yeah, I'm trying to, broaden my horizons but i did put orange shoelaces in the white ones so at least there's something in there i had to i had to put something in there you know yeah, yeah you, you could always paint it too that's true i can <laughs> yeah yeah so um with the i uh, i actually talked about the born pair of shoes to a bunch of a bunch of my buddies on the podcast and like the way they look they don't look i i just for me they just don't look appealing Especially with the yeah. born, with the born primitive, like the logo's pretty big. Yeah, yeah, exactly the huge yeah. ass logo, and I'm like, that doesn't. I mean, I don't think it looks so hot, but like for a person that's worn them and you know competed in them, yeah. What What are your? Th I know you said they're your favorite, but like, what What made you make them your favorite compared to all the other shoes that you've had? So I apparently must have like weird feet that don't. I can't wear Metcons; they're too narrow. Um the nanos that's why i liked the nobles because they were like obnoxiously wide and like could fit my feet mm -hmm. so and i would wear the nanos i actually got the nano whatever the hell they're called x3 i don't know they were like magenta i was like oh my god that's such an obnoxious color i want them i got them they were so uncomfortable and the heel was like massive and i'm like i want to feel the floor and I, I really tried to like them. And then once my born primitive ones came in the mail and I just opened them, I was like, oh my God, my feet will fit. I just, I could tell by the shape of them that this was going to be great. And I immediately returned the Reebok ones. Um, so they're, they're breathable. I can, they're minimal. Um, the So it's kind of like a mesh between Nano 2. I don't know if you ever, do you know what strike movement is? Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, they I've have a really breathable top mesh. Um, it's kind of like the two of those had a baby and made a shoe that is still stable. <laughs> so, cause I like the strike movement, but I, I can't lift in them. Um, and they hurt my feet after a little while. Um, the nanos I've, I've always been a nano person up until like nine. Then I was like, I'm done with this. I'm sick of it. And then that's when I switched to noble and I was like noble forever. And I'm like, wow, these are getting boring. They're the same thing. And, uh, nothing's getting any better. So yeah. Um, that they're just they're comfortable i didn't have to break them in at all i'm also lazy and i can leave them tied and take them on and off i don't know if that's a good thing or not probably not you're not supposed probably, to do that probably not um, yeah probably not um so yeah i they're just they fit my feet that is like literally they're comfortable they required no break in i can lift in them i could run in them i could wear them for a very long time like i'll wear them all day at the gym because usually I'm, I'm, I'm working out coaching i have to leave to go like do like if i have a pt client come back so yeah they're right now they're my they're my go-tos. Yeah. For, for me, like I, I'm a, I'm a, a Metcon guy for that. That's just, I've, yeah. I've tried. Nanos. I wish I could wear them. They have such fun colors, but they don't fit my feet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's, I have to change them out like almost every six months. Yeah. You're supposed to do that. I think that's like a thing. Yeah. Like may, maybe a little bit earlier sometimes too, because, um, we went to like, we went to, I didn't wear the Metcons at Disney. Just, just, Oh God, that'd be a, a nightmare. But, 
I had these Air Max shoes that I I rarely wore, and I and I walked around dizzy with them, and my feet were dying, dying. Yeah. And I'm like, these are Air Max shoes. They I should have. They should be comfortable. And so yeah. I really went to the outlet store and got like these cheap Metcon, and also because I had the old my the black ones that I had, and I had all those like, okay, let's get rid of these. And then I got another another pair for the uh, like a normal casual shoe, walking shoe. Man, like it felt so much better. Like I yeah. literally put them on. I'm like, oh my god! Like this is, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. And I, I'm like, yes, I know this is not going to be all like you know butterflies and in you know dandelions after after like the next like couple months. It's going to be like okay, well I need to look for a new shoe. Yeah. So, especially with my like you know being six six and like two twenty. So yeah, right. <laughs> all, all, all that weight. So, but uh, yeah, and it's also amazing like for for lifters you see all these like super heavy weight weightlifting weightlifters and like yeah. how the hell are those shoes supporting these guys i don't know and the weight in the weight that they're catching yeah it's nuts i don't i don't get it i don't know i don't even wear i have innovate lifters which i really love them but i don't um i don't wear lifters unless i'm doing like a heavy back squat i don't wear them for olympic lifts because i think i it pulls me forward because like i I have pretty good lower body mobility where I don't need them. So mm -hmm. I feel like they, they don't help me much. They just kind of like make me fall forward. Um, but the, what the innovates I do have, they're, they're black, which is not like me at all. Um, but I just like them. this. You gotta paint them. Yeah. I know it's, it's people are like, what are you buying? I'm like, I know, but they're like a matte black. It's just, it's different. I don't know. They hit different. It, it's okay. It's okay. Um, but yeah, I don't wear them. I try to like get into it. Cause like all the cool kids wear their lifters. I'm like, I can't do it. Just can't, yeah. yeah. I, I, so I use my lifters on like mainly for like weightlifting, but with back squats or other squats, I try to use my other shoes, like the Metcons, to kind of not like face forward. So just in yeah. case if it's like super heavy weight, I don't like lean forward and just use my back for the whole thing. So yeah, sometimes even back squat, just bare squat, back squat a barefoot. Like I, there's no rhyme or reason to anything I do. Yeah, that's come to that conclusion. <laughs> yeah, but um, also you're you're a coach too. I forgot to mention that. So um. I saw, I, I think it was on your stories. You had your, your clients at the gym do like a 20 rep max back squat or something like that. Yeah, we've been, it's a cycle that we're doing at our gym. So we're, we're in week. What is today? Today's, I don't know, Wednesday. So Third, Monday yeah, Wednesday, will be yeah. week six of the, of the week of, yeah, 20 rep max back squat. So every, we started at about 55%. Um, and then every week you add either five or 10 pounds and it first couple of weeks are real nice. And then you're like, Oh shit. And then it just gets real and real and real. And it just, it, you get done and you feel like you're drunk. You get, mm -hmm. you feel, and you're just like, Oh God. And you have to like, I usually get done. And I just kind of like walk around. I'm like, all right, everything's fine. I just got to get the life back into my body. And it's, yeah, it's um, yes, I've done, this is maybe the third time I've, cause we do this like, we usually do this around the open each year and I'm like, Oh God, it's time again. But I, when I had shoulder surgery in 2018, I will never wish this on my worst enemy. In 2018, I had shoulder surgery and I couldn't, all I could do was legs. I mean, I did some upper body stuff, but I was like, I'm going to do the widow maker cycle. No, no, it's no. So what it is, you're also supposed to drink a gallon of milk with this, which I did not do. But so what it is, is you take your five rep max back squat. And you take off five pounds for every day you're going to do it. So it's like, all right, I'll do it Monday, Wednesday, Friday for six weeks. So I took off, I think it was like 100, whatever pounds it was. I started at 155. 
I'm like, all right, Monday, do 155 20 times. Great. Wednesday, do 160 20 times. Great. Friday, 165 20 times. And you keep, you just keep doing it. It got to the, it was so bad. It got yep. to the point where I would go like on Instagram live just so like three people would watch me so I wouldn't bitch out because I'd be by myself. The thoughts that would enter my brain were so suicidal and just unhealthy that no one should ever do that ever. And it was just <laughs> so, I don't know how, and I could not do this today, but I guessed at the time my five rep max back squat was 245. I ended up getting to 240 and I did it. I failed the 15th rep. It's on YouTube somewhere. I did it 15, 14 and a half fucking times. I don't know how I did that. Cause I couldn't, I don't think I could do that now. Yeah. But it worked and I was miserable and it hurts. So it, you would get to like rep 11 and 12. Your heart is like out of your body and you're just yep. like, oh my God. <laughs> and it's, oh my God, it's terrible. It's terrible. Yeah. If you ever yeah. want to hate yourself, just do that. Just do it for yeah. a couple of weeks, three days a week. That's it. So, so I actually, I first heard that on Barbell Shrugged. And so they talked about it and I'm like, okay, let's let, I, I want to do it. So I did it. Oh, and I think, uh, gosh, when, when, like, I think it was like week four, I believe, like I was contemplating life just like you would hit like 12 or like that, like in like, and you're like holding the bar on your shoulder, which is creating more tension on you. And you're trying to breathe and trying to yeah. brace yourself. And it's just uh -huh. like, it is so bad. miserable. But so like, bad. No. The, gains, the gains that you get are just absolutely It was insane. insane. I was like, I can't believe I just did. Because the whole idea is to turn your five rep into your 20 rep. I'm like, yeah. there's no way. And I got so close to doing it. And I was like, ha. yeah, no, but that I will never do that. Not three days a week. No, I won't. Mm -hmm. Nope. Yeah. That was terrible. So I actually did that with, uh, I did the same 20 rep, 20 rep method on show, um, uh, military press. Oh, so I, cause I was like, okay, like I, I try like my, my handstand pushups are absolute garbage cause I'm so long. Okay. And so I was like, okay. So I decided to start doing like, you know, shoulder to overhead, like not like the, the, like, um, the jerk, but like just literally just strict, strict press. press. Yeah. yeah. yeah strict press. Sorry. Strict press. And so I was just like, okay, I'll start with, you know, let's just say like 75 pounds. So I did that for 20 and then I would do like the next day would be like, you know, 80. Okay, no problem. And then like when it started getting close to like the like the 100, 115, like that's when it started like to burn burn and I would hold it here and like I couldn't drop my elbows down just to ra relax cuz like my shoulders would be like Then you're burning. done. Yeah, yeah, we're done. Yeah. Oh, that's terrible cuz you don't even get like a My god, I had a demo something for one of the classes today. I'm just holding front rack for like 20 seconds. So I was like, I got to put this down. <laughs> oh my god that sound I, that might be worse i don't know man that's that's some pump right there yeah and like you like the good thing for me is like once you, once i pass my head it's like okay i got it but like if it's like right where my no that's where i get stuck yeah, yep you're just over. like why can't i like I, i'm there and but you're not yeah nope yeah and it's like i'm trying to find ways to just like just slowly get that over <laughs> it's, it's, it's not working at all whatsoever no, nope. so, but nope, if, nope. If, if anyone wants to try that, you know, uh, strict press 20 rep cycle, go for Ooh. it. So what, so it's, I I'm trying to remember. So you, you said, I think you said it before, but it's your one, not, not the five rep max. The one I listened to barbell shrugged, it's your one rep max. And then you do, you, so the way they did it was you had to go for like, a um, 
your top set for the the day, like your max back squat, and then do the 20 reps after that at, at a different percentage. Oh, gross. So you find your one rep and then do a 20 rep based off of a percentage of your one rep. Yep. Good Lord. They're just making up all sorts of ways to do this terrible shit. Fuck I know. Them. Yeah. And so oh. I did it. And I was like, I, I, like I said, like I only lasted four weeks. I'm like, there's no way. <laughs> it's like, I'm, I'm good. Like, That's it. I, I can't do anymore. Cause I'm like literally sweating. You're like, You're I, was just... doing, I was doing this in my basement and I was just like middle of the night, not middle of the night. It was like, you know, nine, 10 o'clock and I'm trying to do these back squats. And it's just like, I'm I'm like moaning and groaning and like my wife's like what the fuck what are you, are you doing, doing down, down there, there? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing down there I'm like oh, I'm just dying don't worry so everything's fine yeah oh no 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 nope I'd rather do like a Wendler cycle like I'm doing a Wendler cycle right now with bench because I I will bench 200 I will friggin' do it I don't care how long it takes I'm doing it so like I'm in the middle of I'm going into my second cycle now um that's way more fun than 20 reps way more fun maybe because it's bench but anyway yeah. I'd, I'd rather do like five Wendlers than one of the 20 rep thing. Mm, yeah. I, I don't yeah. think I'd ever do the 20 rep max. Actually, uh, Misfit, the program that I follow, they do, um, they did the 20 rep max thruster. Oh, no. No. So just, just, just once. Like they would do it like once a week to no. see, to see where you're at. And I was like, I tried, I did 95 pounds and I was like, okay, I did okay. And like the main thing is, is like you have to pause all the way up the top just to kind of relax and then slowly come back and down then come back down yeah see it's like i can this is what blows like, i can relate certain things that i've done for grid i'm like all right because I've, I've done 20 i think it was either it was 95 or 110 and i had to do was it 15 reps or 20 or whatever well like i i need an audience i need crazy adrenaline i need like whatever <laughs> happens on that grid i need that because if i were to do that on my own i'm like i don't want to do that Nope. Yep. No, ma'am. No, sir. Nope. Yeah. That's. Ugh. Yeah. And all, and all my training is at like four 30 in the morning. And there's like, sometimes at the gym, God bless like, your soul. No, there is, there is no music whatsoever sometimes. That's so, crazy. and it's like, no. Nope. all right, I guess I have to, I guess, I guess I have to dig deep today. <laughs> that is a special kind of that's, that's dedication right there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you I don't no, want to see me at four thirty in the morning. No. Nope. Yeah. I mean, I have no choice. If I don't, if I don't go there at four thirty, like I'm not working out. Yeah. There's, there's no way because like I got the kids, I got you know helping out my wife, and like I got to do other things, and it's just like, yeah, not not. You got to adult. You got to like life. You know, God. Yeah. 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 God forbid I want to work out. So <laughs> you know, and may, may, maybe do something and hopefully move up in the CrossFit. You know. <laughs> so, but uh. So we're getting close to the end, but I, I, I know you're a nutrition coach. And so I kind I had a question for you. Yeah. So, um, obviously this is about my family. So my, my wife is getting the kids to go vegan. Okay. And so I, I, so for me, I don't want to go vegan. Like I'm okay. Like for like, I'll eat meat for like breakfast and lunch. And then for dinner, I'll have like a vegan meal with like the family and stuff like that. So do you think it's, it's good for me to do that, to maintain like, you know, strength and all that stuff. Cause I know vegan, I've, I've heard that like you lose a little bit of muscle mass because you don't get like that meat protein or anything like that. So is it okay for me, you think to, to do a vegan dinner like every night and then just have like, you know, meat the rest of the day? Yeah. I mean, so being vegan, obviously, is it's harder to get enough protein, right? Um, yeah. 
And it depends on how picky you are because some people are vegan and they they do fine with it, but they don't mind getting most of their sources from like tofu or, but they'll find things like beans or even like things like quinoa, like things, there are enough things out there that can help, you know, but it's, there's not as much variety, obviously, as if you weren't vegan. So um, it's not impossible. And you're, as long as you're getting enough protein throughout your day, you'll be fine. Okay. You'll be fine. The thing that okay. kills me about being vegan is people automatically associate vegan with being healthier. And then I'm like, Oreos are vegan. Remember that. It's all I'm going to say. So, because a lot of times when you're getting vegan substitutes, it's a chemical shitstorm, and you're, you're just substituting the meat to try to get a meat-like thing that just has so much garbage in it that you're you're defeating the purpose of trying to be healthier if that's the reason you're trying to do it mm. when you're just putting all sorts of bullshit in your body. So yep. that that part always gets me. People are like, oh, I'm going to be vegan. And here's my vegan whatever they call it, vegan burger. And it's like, what are you eating? It's like, oh, but this is healthier. I'm like, read the label, you know? So as long as people are aware of what they're actually doing, great. But yeah, it's not impossible to maintain muscle being vegan. Um, I could never do it, but that's just me. But yeah, you want to, I think that'll be great that you still be able to like eat dinner with your family and like do something together. Um, just, you could, there's plenty of ways to still, to still be able to do that. Yeah. If you're eating meat throughout the day, you're still getting plenty of protein. You'll be all right. Okay. So we, we actually, speaking of the burgers, we had impossible burgers today. So, yeah, no. and it's, yeah. And it's like, we, so there was another another burger that we had a little while ago. I'm trying to remember what it was. Uh, it's not the Impossible Burger. It was something else, and it tasted like absolute dog shit. Like, it was so bad. I'm like, do not buy these again. These are so, <laughs> yeah. so bad. So bad. And it, I, I, go ahead. I cut you off. And, and, no, no, you're good. And then, like, there's other ones where it's like it's like a fake chicken patty, which is, like, fine, because it doesn't it, – it, it, it works a little bit, but it's just yeah. like – it's not like the burgers that are like that don't that they try to make it look look like a burger, taste like yeah. a burger, and it's like, like you said, there's like so many chemicals in there that it's oh like, my god, it's frightening. What, what, what the hell is this? I don't know why. So why don't they? Why do they have to call it like a burger? Like why? This is my. This is I never understood this. Like if you want to be vegan, great, do your thing. But why are they always trying to make foods that are meat when they don't want to eat meat? Just call it something I, different. So, so I, 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 I watched this show. It was, um, oh gosh, you are what you eat. So they yeah, had a, they, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. So, so if the for the listeners out there, they did a study on a set of twins, twins. like a bunch, a bunch of twins. So one was yeah. a omnivore, and the other one was vegan. And so they kind of did all the blood work, and I don't know why they did the sexual simulation part on that little show, but whatever. <laughs> so, uh, but you know. But the guy from Impossible Burger was on the sh on the show, and he was like saying that the reason why we try to make it look like an actual burger is to like kind of like tr almost like trick the brain to say like, "Hey, I'm actually eating meat, but I'm not. It's like it's but it's vegan or something like that. Like to to to, to like not look like it's like yeah. Not to but be if different meat's the problem, people. why are you trying to trick yourself into eating meat? Like I get the logic. I just, I just want to understand the logic. Yeah. Like, I don't care what you do. If you, that's great. If you want to do that, perfect. But like, what? That's like, that's like saying, I don't know. Like I hate the color red, but I'm going to wear a color that's red, but call it something different. And, and like, and wear pink and be like, I'm going to get a dark pink, but I'm going to call it. I don't know. I, that probably made no sense, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I got it. And it's I like, it. you, even for cheese too, like they have that, 
like some of the cheeses that they have are just ugh, ugh. yeah like, oh my so uh, another story my sister fun fact my sister has triplets um and they had a nanny and she was uh very vegan like no like you know sometimes people are like oh I eat, i'm vegan but i eat this but she's very vegan she came to our christmas eve dinner and she brought vegan chicken wings do you know what vegan chicken wings are is it like cauliflower or something it's like that? freaking cauliflower and hot sauce yeah that we're from buffalo okay you do not you do not say you're bringing vegan first of all vegan and just buffalo you know that's that's like eating ranch with your chicken wings that's also a cardinal sin because it's blue cheese only vegan i can't just say it's cauliflower with hot sauce i don't like hot things but at least i know what i'm getting into yeah it was the most confusing thing i why call it chicken wings i don't know just call it just call it cauliflower it's not yeah. a chicken wing yeah oh i can't i don't know it's it's interesting i mean like i i don't i don't mind I don't mind it, but it's just like, it's some of the stuff. It's like, why, why make it like that? But that's just, I don't know. What, what do I know? I'm just a talking head. I don't know anything. I don't, so. <laughs> what do I know? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we're getting close to the end. So I, I know last time we had some, uh, you know, rapid fire questions. Obviously they're not rapid fire. You can take as long as you want. So, um, so I know, I know this is the beginning of the year. So do you have any goals that, um, even with like the brigade, personal like business or anything like that like coming up like towards the end of the year you want to hit um i think like with crossfit like there's so many changes going on that it's like hard to pinpoint something because it's like every time we think we know what's going on they're like this is now happening so we're like oh okay um and i mean any competitive masters athlete like your goal is to go to the games right so and i think now it's like this is the probably the best opportunity I've ever had because um, I've been so close in the past few years and now they've made it a little bit more um, widespread. Um, so it's definitely always on my radar. Um, business wise, I have um, I have a couple of things that I've been kind of like putting off that I would like to not put off anymore. Um, just as far as like some of my programs, like expanding them and making them um, just a little bit more in depth and just I'm always adding to those types of things. So I think like it's like a vague goal to actually like doing it instead of avoiding it um, mm -hmm. or putting it off doing that. Yeah. Um, and with the brigade, um, I'm taking my Marissa, my, she's like, um, she's come on board now. She's been my teammate. This is like her fourth season. Um, her and I are taking even more ownership now. So Chris um, was him and I were co-owners. He's taking more of a back step now. So uh, a, a back, he's just to do like the coaching aspect of it. So Marissa and I are really in charge of everything now. Um, so I think for us, our, our main goal is to just make this one of our more successful seasons and um, just make it fun again for everyone. And we want to make playoffs. We want to win the whole thing. It's like, I think that's the goal of every single team, right? So if we can get back there, this first step would be to get to playoffs and then go from there. Um, I really think that would be a, a good step for us because it's, it's possible it's in our sights and I think it's something we could do. So. Awesome. Awesome. Great. Um, so do you have a, a new favorite book that you like to read? Um, so there was, Oh, I started reading one or, okay. I'm a big like audio. Cause I'm in the car all the time and I'll put on like, just, so I'm more of a podcast person. Um, and I started oh, listening. Oh, I, to I, I know, I know what it is. I know. <laughs> I know what your favorite podcast is. Yes. It is the type one lifting podcast. Yes. It very yes. much is. Yeah, I yeah. knew it. Okay. Thank, um, thank you. Thank you for listening. Everyone listen to type one podcast. That's, that's it. Um, but there's, um, like the herd mind, herd mentality. Um, there's a couple, like just like a CrossFit stuff that I always have in the background that I'm just kind of listening to. Um, and one of my clients and I were talking about the atomic habits 
And like, why is this taking me so long to start reading? And I'm like, I'm an idiot. So that I've been getting into more. Um, so I think those are probably where I'm at right now. So, yeah. So there's a book I kind of want you to listen to or, or, okay. or, or read. So, um, I don't know the, I don't know the author's name, but it's the success pr principles. It's the, it's the creator of chicken soup for the soul. Okay. So he has one. It's like, it's like 500 pages, but it's like, it's really good. Like you read it. You're like, Oh, okay. All right. This it's, this. Like, what is it called? The success principles. I'll, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll send it to you. So, okay. um, but it, it's, it's really good. It's, it's like, it's almost like a slap in the face. Like when you read it, you're right. like, Oh shit, I should have done that like a long time ago. Perfect. So, so yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, it's definitely good. Um, so what is, so this is a new question that I added. So what is something that you like to do that no one knows about? Um, man, I'm pretty, I feel like I don't have any secrets. Um, something that they might not know. I like, I'm a really good ax thrower, like bizarrely good ax thrower. Yeah. <laughs> this was a recent discovery. Um, I've gone a couple of times now and I'm like, this is dumb. And I throw it and I'm like, this is awesome. So <laughs> yeah, I enjoy ax throwing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I've never done it. There's like, there's one place it's like down the street from my house, like not down the street, but like a half hour down, down the way from my house. And I'm like, I've always wanted to do it, but I'm like, just go do it. It's like yeah. awkward at first, but then like you get into it. Cause you're like, wait a minute. What's this thing to stick in the thing? Yeah. Okay. Let's go right. try awesome. it. Yeah. So is there anything, uh, what, so what's in your gym? I know you have a new gym bag. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so what is in your gym bag? Oh, geez. Uh, everything. I, there's just so much crap. It, it's unnecessary. I mean, I have two pairs of grips. I have my rope. I have four pairs, two pairs of knee sleeves and also knee pads cause old. And sometimes when I do lunges, I have my friend, my teammate, Lindsay, she gave me her old volleyball pads, knee pads. So I'll put those under my knee sleeves cause I got old knees. Um, I have my wrist guards. I have a wad and done thumb tape. I have um, a callus thing that I, I like should be using more than I am. I have chapstick that I don't use. I have um, <laughs> some scrunchies. I have um, my ESE sounds things, um, a scraper, a gas and scraper tool thing that I should also be using more, voodoo floss bands that I don't use, um, shoes. There's a lot. Some snacks probably that are expired that I should throw out. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. A lot of stuff. Yeah. It's like, it's like you almost like once, once every like two months, you have to like go through your bag. I go through like, it and I'm like, oh, okay. Like, that doesn't need to be in there anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, so how my next question is so how do you how how do you want people to know you as? Like philosophically? Sure, like whatever. <laughs> um geez. Uh like I just want people to think of me as somebody like that doesn't take themselves too seriously, that is dedicated, but also not like you know, too cool for school. Um, that just likes to enjoy fitness and like personable loves talking to people and hopefully they can be like, and I can be like a role model for people, especially kids, like younger, um, like teenagers and stuff like that. And young girls like, Hey, I can lift and like, it's cool, you know? So, yeah, 
Yeah. I, I, I forgot to about I talk about great kids a little bit, but um, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that next time. So, okay. right, so just real quick about that one. So, are you are you looking to expand up to like Georgia or anything that with great kids or what's the next step? For um, that? that I mean, in the future, I would love it to be you know nationwide. It's just it's harder with the kids simply because it's not just them. They're relying on their parents to drive them everywhere. So it's a little bit more logistically difficult. I mean, we have kids from like Tampa, Orlando and, and all the way across to Miami, you know, because like the South and like the, we're kind of spread across Florida. Um, and depending on where they live would determine like which, if they're on the North or South. So, okay. but it can be, it's definitely tougher with kids. Um, Cause there's some, some badass kids in other States. And I'm like, man, I wish you were closer, but like for them to travel, it would be a lot a lot more difficult than, um, you know, obviously kids that are local. Um, but if we can expand, cause we want to get a couple more teams cause we have one North and one South. Ideally we would have two North and two South. Um, so yeah, if we, if we can and figure out a way to make it easier for the families to travel, cause like kids travel for like, I travel all the time for soccer, you know, yeah. I would I fly here, drive there, whatever. So it's not impossible. Um, it's just, Grid's not a typical sport. It takes a little bit more education to like get them to understand what it is first. Even like kids who do CrossFit, they're like, what's grid? Is it CrossFit? We're like, no, it's different. different. So um, I think as, because the kids pages too, like the kids, even this past season, that was probably like one of our bigger kids seasons. So I think as we continue to grow, it'll be a little bit easier, but it's definitely going to take some time. But that's, I mean, long-term, I think that's definitely possible. Okay. All right. Awesome. Yeah. So um, where next last question. So, where could people contact you if they want to get feet picks or if they want to ask you any other questions about like, you know, grid or, or like doing the masters. Uh, so like non weird things, um, Instagram, uh, it's the gym underscore, not a runway. I was eventually going to change that when I first started, but it, no, it works. It, so it. you I'm stuck it. with it now. Some people, yeah. they, they like, aren't you? It's the, I'm like, yeah, that's my name. Uh, so yeah, it's the gym underscore, not a runway. Um, or my uh, nutrition page is OPB nutrition and same on Facebook. Um, I don't do YouTube yet, but apparently I'm going to start doing it. So yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, Hey, Thank you for coming on the show. I really do appreciate it. And actually like learning more about grid because yeah. obviously it's a growing sport and it should get some recognition compared to where it's at now. Like we're like, like more, you know, nationwide or whatever. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, I'll obviously love to have you back on maybe during the season or after the season and kind of see where everything's at. All right. Sounds good. All right. I'll talk to you later. All right. See ya. Thank you for doing it. Yeah. You're welcome. It's always fun. Let me see if I can.